Episode 5 of the Yes Have Some Podcast. The Ghostbusters 2016 trailer. You know why you're here. We know why you're here. This is why we started this podcast. It's for days like this. We are talking Ghostbusters 2016. We have footage. We've seen it. We've heard it. We've lived it. We've breathed it. We can finally break it all down. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to waste any more time. Jake, Abigail, and myself talking Ghostbusters 2016. Here we go. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Everybody, thank you so much for joining the Yes Have Some podcast. Uh, as you heard, today was the day. Ghostbusters 2016. We finally got the trailer after months and months of waiting and speculation and just begging our friends. Nail biting. Nail biting is what it was. Uh, we got the trailer today. So, uh, Abigail, how are you doing? Completely freaking out still. Um,. Honestly, I'm a little bummed out that I'm not watching the trailer right now because I've been watching it on a loop all day since it dropped at 9 a.m. Eastern Time this morning. I have gone through so many waves of emotions. It has been a roller coaster that I do not want to get off. I wish there was like a time-elapsed video of me in this living room on this couch reacting to this video or this trailer over and over and over again because... There was crying, there was screaming, there was dancing, there were cats. They were very concerned about me. Both Gypsy and Gizmo thought that I was definitely dead at one point. <laughs> um, I just could not be any happier. I am, I've just, it's been a whirlwind 48 hours and I'm still reeling, so. Very good. Jake, initial thoughts. Guys, I am stressed the fuck out. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> This is stressful. I'm so glad we finally got a trailer, and uh, I'm pretty happy with it. You know, uh, there are things here and there. There's nothing in there that I didn't like. I mean, I can I can nitpick it, but I'm excited, and I'm stressed out. It sounds like you're pretty stressed out. Is that what you're getting at? I'm a little stressed out. Uh, I'm pretty stressed out, too. Today was uh, – well, actually, let's backtrack a little bit. Um so some of you may know this, some of you may not. So um, basically, last Thursday... Uh, we got a golden ticket. We got the golden ticket. Two out of three of us got a golden ticket. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, Sorry, Jake. thanks. Thanks, Jake, guys. we love you. All right. Yeah, so, okay, it's cool. Uh, this leads up to the trailer, so we'll, we'll briefly talk about this. I'm sure we'll, we'll go into it more uh, today and in future episodes. But basically what happened was the uh, the fine people at Sony Pictures and uh, Ghost Corps... Um, reached out to um, myself and Abigail and gave us uh, the opportunity to fly out to Los Angeles yesterday and watch the Ghostbusters trailer at uh, an exclusive press event uh, on the uh, Sony lot. Um, So right off the bat, I want to thank Ghost Corps. I want to thank Sony. I want to thank Eric, Amy. Thank you, Eric. Ivan Reitman, Paul Feig, all the people that were involved. Everyone in, was so nice. Everybody was incredible. It was it was an amazing opportunity. There was Ghostbusters from all over the country. Uh, Sony really took care of us. They um, and there was a lot. Of, it was funny when when news was kind of breaking of this last week, where people were kind of letting the cat out of the bag. 
there was a lot of speculation about what was going on. We were going to see the trailer. We were, we were going to see a, uh, an early screening of the movie. Um, but the fact was the people that, that were picked to go to this or, or were uh, given the opportunity, we didn't really know what it was going to be. Uh, we had a loose idea of seeing the trailer, but um, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of speculation. So we went out, uh, Sony, uh, unbelievably nice of them. They paid for our airline fare. They paid for, uh, they covered the hotel. We stayed at the intercontinental uh, hotel in Beverly Hills. Guys, it was fancy. It was so fancy. Um, there was a robe and slippers and a balcony. What? Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, Sony. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> uh, they got you. You. Uh, you're gonna be. You're gonna be next. I promise. You got next. Jim. Oh yeah, the next. Yeah, the next for the next movie, right? <laughs> right. Next movie right. Comes yeah, out. definitely. In 2018, expect to be on a plane to California. <laughs> <laughs> They're scooping you up. All right. You um, said it. But I won't ramble on too much about it. There's a lot of pictures online of the event. Most people uh, listening to this probably know. Um, we got a chance to uh, to go to Ghost Core, and we saw the new Ecto. Uh, we saw the 59 original Ecto. We saw the Ecto-2 uh, motorcycle that Chris Hemsworth has in the new movie. We saw a little bit of everything. Uh, some stuff we can't even talk about. Yeah. Um, not to be a dick, but it was just uh, it was amazing. It was unprecedented access. Uh, for Abigail and myself. Um, so before we get into the trailer uh, uh, discussion here, too in depth, uh, Abby, what uh, what do you think of your experience in California? It was absolutely the most elating and exhilarating forty eight plus hours of my entire life. I was stressed the fuck out prior to this trip. I didn't know what to expect. Now is this like? Real stress or, like, our version of stress? It's like, a little bit of both, honestly. Um, Because I was excited. I, I knew we were going to see the trailer. We got information slowly. Um, Our confirmation on our tickets for our flight. Uh, then we got a little itinerary. And as we were getting bits of information, uh, we started to form a little Facebook uh, group message between all of us that were going. And everybody was kind of theorizing over what we were doing there was a moment where we all thought we were going to see the entire movie because there were like three hours allotted for this event uh so everyone was like divided between like oh yeah we're definitely getting the whole movie to like no way it's not finished there's too much to do in post-production um and i for a while was convinced we were gonna see the whole thing either way just the unknown is a stressful thing but knowing that we were going to be taken care of and that that conversation that we had with eric when he called such a nice dude, and I I knew that whatever it was, it was going to be awesome. It felt like we were going to Ghostbusters, like, fantasy space camp. Um, it's, like, the closest comparison, if that's a real thing. Um, I felt like, like everything was tailored to us and catered to us, and it was extremely special, and I felt like I was just scooped up in the palm of Sony's hand and, and given a kiss by Ghost Corps and Dan Aykroyd. Well, he wasn't there, but we did get hugs from Paul Feig and Ivan Reitman, and I just can't thank Sony and Ghost Corps and uh and eric and amy and everyone enough because it was the most special event of my entire life and i have so many thoughts and it's it's just it's just still so crazy and i'm still reeling so i'm jealous super jealous <laughs> we missed you jake i wanted to sneak you in in like a a carry-on or like the some some sort of like a costume or, or something right that could have worked there. That could have worked. Oh, got you in on that in that stilt suit costume that one ghost had. Oh, we're not <laughs> right. talking about that yet. Right. And I do, yeah, and like and like Abby said, um, um, everybody at Sony, um, and especially 
um, Katie, who was just our, our kind of our liaison. She organized everything and she, she went, I imagine the amount of work that they put into this. She's um, a pro. It, it was incredible. I, I can't say enough, um, about that. Um, I will say to everybody out there listening, if you haven't sat down, uh, and had a, like a tw- 10, 15 minute conversation with Ivan Reitman, just kind of a one-on-one, if you haven't done that before, it's great. It's I- wild. <laughs> it's I- it's hard to do over lunch because you can't eat anything that's in front of you. Uh, I don't think I ate anything most of that day. It was intense. I was sweaty and nervous, but it was also, he was so nice and disarming. And yeah. he said, and I quote, bare breasts at yeah, one he point. He did say the words bare breasts. We're not going to give you context of what, what happened. It made me so happy. Kinda, um, it, it was great. Yeah, but him him, and, and Paul Feig was just like, uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever said this phrase, but what a sweetheart. What a sweet guy. Yeah, he just... Uh, the bottom line is we'll talk about this more in depth. And if anybody, you know, wants to, I don't know, ask us questions or wants to know other information that we may have, we'll, we'll, we'll share it. We'll, we'll share what we can, um, not to be weird and vague, but I will say this, anybody out there who has any level of, uh, being concerned or is hesitant about the future of Ghostbusters, it is in very, capable and very loving and very understanding and knowledgeable and amazing hands like this franchise is on the verge uh race stance style of uh or peter vankman style or or egon spangler style or winston's all Edwards, of them guys all of them all the guys all the guys and all the girls all the gals we we're on the verge of something really special something big and uh all i'm gonna say is Prepare to see a lot of Ghostbusters content, media, movies, television, everything over the next couple of years, and and just get ready for get it. Get ready to get stressed. Yeah. Hey, hold hold on to your butts. Yeah. Hold yeah. On to your I butts. felt that one coming too. Wait, wrong wrong episode. Wrong episode. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> wrong one. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh it's kind of mushy. It sounds like we're doing some kisses with I Sony. Know. Get, get sloppy kisses, but, but it's uh, true. It was They're amazing. Heartfelt. It was incredible. But um, let's move on from that. We're back from California. Jake, you gave us some thoughts. Abby, you gave me some thoughts. I'll do uh, a little bit right off the top. Um, yeah, we saw, we did see the trailer yesterday uh, for the first time. Yeah, um, you guys have had you guys have had a little more time to marinate on it. Everyone had, else, mm-hmm. I saw the trailer today. I've seen it like a million times today, but you guys got mm-hmm. to see this yesterday. So, what was it like? You know, having having a little bit of time to marinate. Well. I'm glad I've had that time because the first viewing, especially inside of the theater, um, it kind of felt like the first time you watched the Force Awakens trailer and or or even the first time you watched the actual movie. It was a total blur. Like it, I, I wanted to pay much more attention and retain much more than I did because it felt so unreal and it was there was so much anticipation. And Paul Feig and Ivan Reitman were like two rows behind us, so it's super hard to pay attention. Um, and I was so full of emotion and like shaking. Um, I guess I'll just say it now. As soon as the trailer ended, everyone started chanting one more time, one more time. Yeah, I mean, so to, to kind of give you a visual of what this was, we're in uh, the theater, the Cary Grant Theater, at Sony where they do their screenings. So this is when, you know, when they do uh, screenings for the studio or test screenings or test audiences or whatever, when it, when they're playing something, it's in this theater and outside the theater, they have all the, uh, the character posters up that we've seen. Um, and it's just, it's like, like Abby said, it felt like Ghostbusters fantasy camp. You just, 
you couldn't create this situation in your mind if you tried. It's like not only are we seeing, you know, some of the new equipment and posters and promotional stuff, there's also like an amazing buffet. And like a giant 50-foot no-ghost that's inflatable and with a whoa, rainbow whoa, whoa. arch over it. Whoa, Craig. So, okay. <laughs> so there was equipment. You guys got to see stuff you can't even talk about. But there was also a buffet. Oh, We're talking holy shit! I could talk about the buffet. Let me tell you what we got: croissants, croissant, croissant. <laughs> We've got uh, other things: some rye pumpernickel rolls. Yeah, this is why people a, tune a variety in. of breads, yeah, so a variety bread. of bevs. If you're on Atkins <laughs> diet, you're not gonna you're like screwed. this buffet. You got risotto. <laughs> ah. So you've so got cool from the risotto. So here it is in the theater. You've got the front row is four rows of about Ghostbusters fans. Everybody in gear. The entire left wall of the theater is lined with proton packs. Um, and it's just this amazing sight. Uh, and then behind us is all press. So you have people from, you know, all of the different major news outlets, Hollywood Reporter, all of the local Los Angeles uh, newspapers and, and everything. And just people from everywhere. Um, and so we're sitting there and we're it's like this anticipation and you could just feel it. And, and it's almost like you're trembling. You're you're. That your mind has been filled with wonder. We haven't seen any new Ghostbusters footage in 26 years. And uh, yeah, so we saw the trailer and seeing it in that environment was incredible. And to what Abby said, a um, little bit hard to process the first time, got even a better feel for it the second time. And uh, for my, now that I've taken 20 minutes to get to my uh, personal review, um, it, it sucked. I hate it. Guys, it's not very good. I'm it's like not good. so bummed. I didn't. I just over kidding. it. Did you hear they're girls now? Wait, what? I don't understand how <laughs> girls can even wear those packs. Yeah. Honestly, I've yeah. seen yeah. those uh, sketches. Yeah, diagrams. I mean, literally. doesn't make any sense. How with with? I mean, not to get graphic, guys, but I mean, women have breasts, Ooh, bare and, breasts, and bare breasts, and you, with the straps and oh, it's hard to do. But you know what? Movie magic, am I right? Yeah, it's, that's right. It's, it's all CGI. CGI. It's oh, all <laughs> guys. Girl. Here's my real review. I am so fucking excited oh. for this movie. I, uh, I, I took it all in, and and just that first. I mean, let's just get into it. That first scene in the trailer. You know, after they do the intro, thirty years ago, four scientists saved New York. I mean, we can get into whether or not. The marketing department is playing with people's emotions about a connected universe. Or whether they were all scientists. Oh, we can get into that too. Hey, if you handle a positron collider, I don't care how much you're a scientist. You're a scientist. Back you off, know, man. I see a lot of people talking about that, but I'm pretty sure this is the reason it says for scientists. It's because that is easier and makes a better title card or whatever than saying like, oh, three scientists and then a random guy who needed a job. <laughs> like they're not going to say that. So 30 years four scientists, ago. whatever. 30 years ago, three scientists and famous Hollywood actor Ernie Hudson <laughs> saved New York City. <laughs> That's it. And now, women. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way better. Um, but what I was getting to is that first scene when you see our, our, our three new leads. You've got Jillian Holtzman, you've got Aaron Gilbert, and you've got Abby Yates, right? And you got a can of Pringles. And a can right. of Pringles. You gotta have some snacks. That's like so evocative of the original. I fucking love that. If well, I mean, let's everybody compares Kate McKinnon's character to Egon. Egon loves some snacks. Yeah. He did. Uh, 
he would have had maybe a little crunch bar instead Ooh. of some Pringles, but let's some face minis, it. Some minis, some party size, pass out. As smart as Egon was, he didn't care about his weight. No, he doesn't need to. He's one of those, his metabolism's crazy. <laughs> He's so lucky. So listen, guys, you got the three of them there staring up at this free-floating apparition, obviously indicative of what we see uh, in the library of the original Ghostbusters. And my heart dropped because I went, holy shit, you know what this is? This is fucking Ghostbusters. Yes, it is. Sir. the first. I mean, the first thing she even says is what? It's a, uh, what's she call it? Is it a level four I think, yeah, apparition? I think or, class four. Is what class four. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's straight up. That's straight up Ghostbuster yes, talk. Yes. You know, it's the first thing. They're standing there in awe looking at this ghost, something that they've been, you know, researching and studying forever. It's it's kind of you know, it's it's a callback to the library ghost. Yeah, mm. there's books everywhere. It's clearly some sort of museum display. I'm pretty I'm library. pretty sure that had to be Eldridge. Remember in the in the Funko Pop? Oh right, a, right. Gertrude. Eldridge. Eldridge. Yeah, I'm, yeah, whatever. I'm pretty sure Ooh. that's who that was. Yeah, that had Ding, to be. Yes, agreed. Um, you know, and and and. Let's talk about – I mean that's the first ghost we've seen uh, since Vigo, right? So Vigo right. the Carpathian was the last yeah. uh, spectral entity we've witnessed on screen. A little time has passed. little time has passed. Things have changed. Uh, Jake, what did you think of the design of this ghost? I mean it looked good. You know, uh, it, they it, – obviously it's all CGI. Um and in the original, you know, they had a, a mixture. They had an actor play the, the librarian, and then they would mix it with the computer-generated. You know and, you what? Know, Not to interrupt you, I think – I actually think they did have an actor suspended because Paul Feig in the Q&A said, uh, session we were at yesterday – oh, yeah, there was a Q&A as well. Right. There's a little nugget. Um, there was CGI added on to – So it's just live... heavily – it's just heavily added on. Yeah, yes. Huh? Exactly. Um, okay. Well, then that's better. That's, that's a little better knowing that. But, I mean – I, you know, it's 2016. Like, there's going to be, you know, we just got a Jurassic Park movie that was 99% CGI. I don't think we're going to be seeing too much more uh, practical effects, and that that's a bummer. But I think the ghosts look good. Uh, there's a lot of ghosts in this trailer, mm-hmm. a ton of them, and they all look cool. You know, they look like they look like what you would expect from a from a, a Ghostbuster movie. Right. Yeah, I love that like gothic carnival, like Victorian, like it, it's. I love the aesthetic, and I love the blue glow. Like, I just I think they look super tight. Yeah, I I really like the look of the ghost, and as you can see, uh, uh, in the trailer with the uh, our actresses, our leads, um, it looks like uh, this is the gear that they were wearing those first couple days. Um, initial leaks. Yeah, when the initial set photos started right. to leak. Um, obviously this is an interior set, so this could have been filmed at a later time, but, um, yeah, that's just an observation. It definitely is. Yeah. Those are the overall, yeah. she's got the, she had the bag at one point or she has something on her arm, the big silver one that has that enormous thing that I want to know so much about. Before we go much further, there's two very important things that we see before, uh, that scene in the trailer. The first being... Uh, I, I, I would have taken bets if somebody said, well, Hey, what's one of the first visuals you'll see in the Ghostbusters 2016 trailer? It's the, uh, it's the firehouse. Fucking firehouse. <laughs> right. At the very beginning, we see that firehouse. Yeah. They're really, they're really messing with us about whether the movie's connected or not. And I don't think it's super important. Like we'll figure that out later, but, uh, it's a big topic of discussion, whether or not this movie is connected to the originals or not. Um, 
Right. But, it was just casual offhand. Yeah, whatever. Even if it's not, man, I'm glad to see that firehouse. And speaking of the firehouse, uh, did you, Craig, were you done or, or are we moving on here? Or you got something else? Well, the, the other thing I was going to point out is just after the firehouse is when we see the, uh, the no ghost logo graffiti style on what looks like a subway, uh, subway line wall. Yeah. There. I really like that. That was really, oh, that's yeah. a really cool shot. I mean, let's just speculate about that. Like it did anything pop in your mind, Jake, of, of what that could be? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's, uh, Maybe that could be what inspires the logo. Who knows? Um, that that could just be something. You know, they talk about in the trailer that a lot of ghosts are starting to pop up. Maybe it's, uh, you know, people are tired of ghosts and someone did some graffitiing. I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's hard to. It's anti-ghost propaganda. <laughs> it is. It's anti-ghost propaganda. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought that was really cool. It's It's very eye-catching. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of early to speculate what that could be, but the mind goes to uh, about a million different places. Right. Very cool shot either way. Um, and moving on. Yeah. Let's move on. What, I mean, I, we can, we can go in chronological order. We can jump around. Yeah, let's just what, what, continue. I mean, we're well, talking, we're talking about the firehouse. Let's, let's. Yeah. Well, here we go. Like the, the very, after the, okay. So the ghost throws up on her. She gets slimed. Uh, they cut, they cut to a little, yeah, every crack. There's every a little joke. I love that. Can I just really quick say that that was one of my favorite parts and I love the fuck out of Kristen Wiig. So thank you for talking <laughs> about your crack girl. There I want to say go. something too. Cause I saw a couple people today make comments about, uh, oh wow. You know, who would have thought jokes about female, you know, genitalia in the girl. Guess what? Girls make jokes about their genitalia, just like guys make jokes about their genitalia. It's super normal. I just have to say that. Thank I mean, you. there's about 30 dick jokes in the first Ghostbusters. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there are. Crossing the streams, make it hard. This man has no dick. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's in the spirit. This so, woman has no. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> so, so after that, um, we get a little bit of voiceover, and you hear um, Abby Yates. Uh, she says, "We've dedicated our whole lives to studying the paranormal." And in you get a couple shots in there, and the first thing you see is a shot of basically uh, what looks like a basement with a bunch of equipment. And right away, mm-hmm. what popped in my head is. That's the fucking firehouse. Girl. They're in the firehouse. There's multiple shots where they're messing around with some equipment. There's one shot. You even see the doors to the firehouse. At some point in this movie, they they make the jump. Everyone, you know, uh, it, it's well known that it came out that the the, the firehouse was filmed, but they, that wasn't going to be their headquarters. They were going to be in this Chinese restaurant, which you also see. Mm-hmm. But after watching the trailer, it's pretty apparent that they end up in that firehouse. Yeah. Um, so they didn't do any filming uh, in Los Angeles where the interiors uh, of the, you know, the firehouse that Ghostbusters, obviously the exteriors, the, the famous hook and ladder uh, in New York. Uh, but the interiors um, of the original Ghostbusters and, and many other movies, that's a firehouse that's in Los Angeles. Right. So. uh they went to some meticulous detail to recreate that uh, on a set. And, I mean, yeah, it's it, – I, I didn't even – you know what's funny? We saw the trailer with 100 diehard Ghostbusters fans yesterday twice in a theater, and not one person mentioned that. That's how, like – Much of a blur. It was such a blur. It was so hard to digest that. It was so much at once. 
Um, but yeah, Jake, you see you see the staircase there on the left. You see the green piping on the walls and the green brick. Um, now, the key difference here is that in the originals, that space would have been occupied by uh, like office equipment and obviously the Ecto-1. This looks like it's like Jillian Holtzman's Lab. laboratory. Yeah. Right, right. Um, Paranormal studies. Well, Ab, what do you think? Do you think that – or Jake too – do you think they move into the firehouse, or do you think that, uh, yeah, that I, Jillian that this is like her laboratory, or or, oh, or that's what? That's a good thought, actually. Yeah, I I like where you're going with that. I don't know. I mean, so so you think that their headquarters is in the Chinese restaurant, but she has her own laboratory that's not in the same place of the the headquarters. <sighs> it's a possibility. Yeah, um, I mean, it could be. I mean, slight spoiler alert. I think everybody listening to this probably saw the last day of filming. They were doing exterior shots at the firehouse where it looked like the um, the the uh, the Ghostbusters were Logan. maybe like looking uh, at the firehouse as a potential headquarters. Right, right. Um, with Ernie Hudson. I think everybody knows that. And I, I think because it was the last day of filming, people automatically assumed – that that oh that's the last shot, but obviously movies aren't made like that. Right. Uh, movies aren't made like I would make a movie, like in order. <laughs> that's how we made the breadening. Whoa! Whoa! First breadening reference. Do we want to talk about the breadening? Not I don't right know now. if we want to plug that. Let's get right back to the trailer. <laughs> um. So yeah, guys, I think I think it's evident we're seeing the inside of the firehouse. How how that plays out, obviously, time is going right. to tell. Chronologically, how they got there, we don't know. I'm glad we don't know. Right. I don't want to know yet. We don't know. We don't want to know. <laughs> right. All right. Next Next scene. Next scene. Well, where are we going? So, Jake, uh, any additional thoughts on that? I yeah. Mean, we don't, no. We don't have to speed through it. We can, we can just really break this down. I mean. No. I mean, I mean, as far as, far as that kind of stuff, you, you, we really get to see um, a lot of equipment on the tables. We get a couple shots of um, uh, – of her working on a thrower, which is really cool. We get to hear the pack power up all in that, you know, those first little, uh, that first little section of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool to see all that equipment. You see this giant, like bear trap thing, <laughs> yes. which I, I guess is supposed to be a joke. You know, it's a ghost trap. Right. Um, right. But that's, yeah, fun. that's, yeah, yeah, you get to see some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, that's very cool. Right. And, and right around that time in the trailer is when we kind of first get introduced to Leslie Jones' character, who looks like she's a city employee. We see her in the subway. And that's when we get our first shot of what? A sea of ghosts. A sea of ghosts. And one of them is cute. One of them is, like, really good looking. I am obsessed with the one female ghost that you see in the front with, like, the weird headpiece and, like, the thing on her mouth. It, they just aesthetically are so on point in my opinion and I'm just so very wrapped up in them and into it. It's very gothic. I know I mentioned that. Um like a Victorian vibe, like a nineteen twenties. Just just something very cool about them that really appeals to me. And I think it's real the colors in this movie are super tight. You have the contrasting red and green you see throughout and then the turquoise and yellow and it just pops and it just looks good as fuck. Yeah, we've got blue kind of glowing uh as Abby said, Victorian era ghosts all kind of turning and looking at Patty. Uh, Leslie Jones character and I mean if we want to draw connections and connect universes I mean this could be the Titanic exactly oh my god oh yeah that's pretty good yeah I mean the um, Titanic they're just... definitely evocative of like all of those original ghosts right. right 
They walked, so we get they walked from the pier down to uh down to the subway. Yeah, They're why lost. not? Hey, why not? Uh, so what do we Bruce get? We Wayne's get parents. We get a little bit of exposition from Patty. Uh, a little bit of I'm joining the the group kind of thing. Yeah, um, and and it's kind of one of man. I don't know. I don't. Th- I think you can get away with it, but you don't really need that in a trailer. You I mean, don't. It was her introduction to the trailer. Yeah, you could have maybe not had that there, but I uh, liked but- it. Yeah, I mean it's fine, but the one interesting thing you do get is you you get her saying, "It's I can, a Cadillac." Yeah, I can borrow a, I can borrow a car from my uncle. Mm. Um, so I'm pretty sure I'm like 110 percent sure her uncle is Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Are we was we spoiling that right away? Let's no, do we it. heard he was a car salesman. Yeah, I mean correct, we, I, remember, so... I remember hearing some things that he was a uh, uh, he worked in a mortuary or something like that. So oh, okay, but then we also see him. We know he's going to be the. The firehouse as well. I mean, I, I listen. I think it's safe to assume. Wait, wait. Is her uncle not Ernie Hudson, but Winston Zeddemore? Uh oh. Whoa. Well. Uh oh. I like. Are to... we connect? Are we connecting this universe or <laughs> I'm not? Feeling the ties connecting. <laughs> so Abby. Speculation. Yeah, we I all like... talked. We all talked earlier. Abby and Jake. Uh, you guys both. Uh, had an ongoing conversation about, I mean, let's just break it down, right? What do we know about this movie? We know the original actors have cameos, right? And they're, right. Not, they're not playing their, their original characters. Well, that's what they're telling us. That's what they're telling but us. But we heard that they're that uh, Bill Murray is Vinkman-esque. Yeah, so. Vinkman-esque, according right. to Dan Aykroyd. So if you guys are brainstorming... Are we, wait, wait, hold on. So are we listening to anything Dan Aykroyd says? Oh, I'm sorry. We, I forgot our, the rule number two. Well, Dan I'm Aykroyd... Sorry. Don't listen to anything Dan Aykroyd I, says. I really love Dan Aykroyd, and I'm sorry that we keep making fun we of him on the show. I really love him, so... Dan Aykroyd on Twitter today referred to this movie as GB3. <laughs> I mean, it, it technically is. Come too? on. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is I he had to him. go uh, to the Walgreens computer... And ask them if he could use it for Twitter. He had to get their Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, we kid, Dan. We kid. Um, you guys were in a deep discussion about parallel universes and original characters caught in purgatory, living living alternative lives. Living in limbo. You guys want to talk about that? I mean, it's crazy fan theory territory. Yeah, of course. But let, let's just, yeah, that was you it. Was Abby's post, theory? Yeah. If you want to go for go it, go for Abby. it. Well, I just felt like, um, and yes, you can probably poke poke a ton of holes through this, but um, oh, we're gonna, <laughs> you were gonna. Oh, uh, basically, I felt like there's a possibility that all of the original characters that are coming back for the movie are stuck in purgatory or like limbo, which is our current reality, like the reality of the movie, um, and. That because like they work shitty jobs like a taxi driver or like a mortuary or whatever. Right. So yeah. whatever. What, uh, so whatever Ernie Hudson's character ends up being is less cool than being a Ghostbuster. We know that, right? Right. right. Dan Aykroyd. Spoiler alert. Turn it off if you want. Here we go. His character cameo was confirmed to be a taxi driver, and right. then there's other cameos. Kind of. We don't really know all the details of Bill Murray's. Uh, right. But, like, they're stuck here in this reality, in this universe, um, unaware of who they really are kind of a deal. And, like, Dana Barrett doesn't know that she's Dana Barrett. Um, But in one of, like, the next movie or whatever one follows after that, I feel like the new team may have to go back into the parallel universe to, like, save all the old characters from peril. 
So when you when 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 I heard this theory, the first thing that popped in my head, and this might even help to explain it a little bit, is season six of Lost. Yes. It's yes. like the whole uh, the whole flash sideways thing. Whenever yes. they're they're having two alternate rea- realities kid. going on at the same time, and maybe oh man, what if like what if at some point Ernie Hudson's character meets up with Dan Aykroyd's character and then at that point yes! they re- they remember that they were ghostbusters at some point it's all real i am about yeah. to fucking punch somebody that made me so excited <laughs> guys guys paul feig is my constant we're all going to get together in that church stay yeah. stepped on it's going to oh my <laughs> oh my god the string sets playing and i'm crying Get the tissues. Yep, so so that's a wild uh, off-topic fan theory. But, um, but it makes me so happy listen, to think about. It's I, good, though. They're fun. I think, fun. We have fun. I think it's pretty obvious that the goal is to let this movie stand on its own. But if they're talking about a, building a Ghostbusters universe, we've got two movies that exist. Now, if they go back to the future style and have our new team travel through an alternate dimension mm. and go into the first movie, I will literally not be able to handle myself. That would be ridiculous. Like they yeah. would, I guess they would have to cast all new actors as the original cast, like kind of like how they did in the Star Trek movies. Either that mm-hmm. or like, I mean, Terminator Genesis was terrible, but that CGI <sighs> Arnold looked good. No. <laughs> I, don't- <laughs> I don't think you want to touch Terminator Genesis or reference it. In if, this I don't, argument. if I don't see CGI Bill Murray before I die. I just want Jai Courtney in the next movie. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, no, no. Like, seriously, though. Um, yeah, if, if they want to connect these movies later down the road, um, then they can, especially if they go that alternate dimension route. And right. I mean, for a movie like Ghostbusters, where, you know, it's it's a sci-fi movie. So, I mean, if, if they want to throw in alternate dimensions timelines whatever then they can definitely do that and tie these movies uh together and and make a universe out of it right and whether or not they do that we got a ton of easter eggs and references to the original ton of easter eggs ton let's talk about the the biggest easter egg that came out of today there's a scene uh about the 105 mark in the trailer where we see a whiteboard with a bunch of algorithms on it right uh a bunch of math and science and stuff that i don't know about um, there is an Easter egg URL that was, uh, uncovered and, uh, it's paranormal studies lab.com. And if you go to that website, uh, it is a viral marketing, uh, site for the new movie that has a picture of the trap diagrams, schematics for the proton packs. We got the Ecto one. And then there was a video, a behind the scenes video, uh, our kind of first look at the production. Uh, this one specifically, uh, what went into the creation of the proton packs in this movie? Did Broke you down get... the science of everything. You guys both saw that, I'm assuming? Yeah, for sure. Jake, what would you think of that? Uh, I thought it was really cool and really informative, and it really kind of showed, um, you know, when the packs came out, uh, people were a little divided about whether they liked the way they looked or, you know, or not, and um, that little video basically tells you like that guy's basically like hey they told me uh to make it as realistic as we can and he is explaining what would need to go into the pack how it would need to fit 
And uh, it's it's really cool to see that they actually gave a shit about that and didn't just make something up. You know, I guarantee you when Dan Aykroyd or whoever came up with the original pack, they just made something that looked cool. You know, there, right. there's a couple parts here and there that make sense, but they basically made it all up. And, uh, you know, he, he talks about what would really need to happen in order for a, a pack like that to be made. And it just shows that they put a little thought in it and, and maybe a little more thought than people are giving them credit for. Yeah. It like legitimizes everything. Yeah. Anyone who thinks that they didn't put any effort into this, there's obviously so much care and thought and it's like hard science. It's very cool. So this is an interesting thing that I'm just reading on Twitter. Andrew Schaefer, who is the uh, author of the um, the Ghost Ghosts of Our Past, uh, Ghost from Our Past book that will be featured in the Ghostbusters movie? He's the author of the real world version that we're releasing, or uh, that they're we're, we're, we're releasing. We're, rele- we're a publishing company now. Guys, <laughs> yeah, you didn't know we've been doing things. Um, and uh, he put on Twitter. Somebody asked him, "Is Ghosts from Our Past like a Tobin spirit guide in the new movie?" And his response is, "I'd say more like Spangler's spirit guide." Ooh. Ooh. So I don't know what that means, but that sounds pretty cool to me. What does that mean? I, I don't know, but I like it. What are they doing to us? <laughs> I can't take any more We're of this. We're so stressed. So stressed. Um, but back to the um, back to the viral site. The, yeah. Very cool. It reminds me of Jurassic World when they had uh, the website that had like the constant feed of like the security cams. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is real. This is cool. Like it's the exact same thing. So I love getting more involved and like finding out more information. Very, very cool. It's just super surreal. Like cause I've been so focused on waiting for the trailer. I hadn't even considered the fact that this kickstarts the marketing and it's just it's going to come at us from all angles. Yeah. Um, but uh we're going to be talking about the equipment more in detail. I mean, any initial thoughts on that trap? No, I mean, it was just really cool to finally see it. We didn't we didn't get to see the the actual trap in the trailer and that was something I made a note of like, hey, we didn't we still haven't seen the the trap. And that was the reveal. Um and I mean, it's cool looking, you know, it's 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 different. It's way different. I don't think it's quite as iconic looking of a of a a of a thing than the original trap, but it still looks cool. They still threw a little bit of caution striping on there for us. I mean, you can make an argument that the original, all right. I don't know if you can make an argument. I would say out of all the equipment in the first movie, including the proton packs, the trap. Nah, I can't say that the trap and the proton pack are tied. It's pretty dang cool. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty iconic. Um, and but yeah, I mean they changed everything, so I'm not. I'm yeah, not, and I'm, we'll see it. We'll have to see it in action too, and see exactly how it works. The way that picture looks, it I mean it doesn't look very. It doesn't look like it would be something that would catch a ghost. It looks like something you would place a canister inside or something. Yeah. But but you know we haven't seen it working. We're just looking at an image. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got to see it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think everything we've seen from this movie has been a little bit like. Uh, we see a picture and we kind of anticipate what it could be, what it could do. Uh, and then we see more pictures and we're like, Oh, that even looks cooler than I thought. And then we see a little bit more. And then you saw it on the trailer today and it's like, Oh my God, that's a thousand times better than I could have even imagined. Uh, which is a good sign. Absolutely. Right. Let, so let, let's get back onto the trailer. Yeah, um, let's do it, man. Let's see. So, so at this point, after they, uh, you know, um, she shows up 
I can borrow a car from my uncle. We kind of got off track. So that's the introduction of the Ecto one, which we've all seen. It's it's everywhere. You got you fucking assholes got I to see it in person. It. Uh, I kissed it. So we see the car, and then at this point, you get pretty much around this point in the trailer, you get my favorite part of the trailer. All right. There there are three shots, all put together, and uh, there's. There's some voiceover over over this. It's the someone is creating a device that amplifies paranormal activity. In while that's going on, you get a shot of the Ecto one uh, going down the street at nighttime with all the lights on. That's probably my favorite shot in the trailer. It just something about that just looks like Ghostbusters. It looks right. It mm-hmm. feels right. The next shot is the a group shot the four of them from the back they are in i what looks like to be a hotel uh that looks a lot like uh the scene of the yeah and i mean the it's the a picture a still from that came out a while back and the the doors behind them look a lot like the temple uh from the climax of the original ghostbusters Mm -hmm. right and then the next shot we get to see slimer oh yeah we get Slimer, and he looks like Slimer. He's they didn't, just hungry. They didn't fuck him up. They didn't fuck him up. They didn't change him too much. Like it's Slimer, and he's destroying some hot dog. Carts. Yeah, like it's so in It's to amazing. Me, yeah, to me, those three shots together, they feel they make me feel really good. They they look good. They're quick shots, but they like it just feels like Ghostbusters, right? And especially so, those three shots together. And leading up to that, there's a couple moments of comedy. Uh, where you've got it looks like it's probably it's where they take the ecto out and it's like their first uh, their first bust their first mission uh, and there's kind of like that awkward stumbling of uh, let's go let's go and then who's gonna like it, it and you get that comedic timing we don't need to dwell on it these actresses they're they're three of them are SNL vets uh, or well one of them's an SNL vet two of them are on the team now. One of them's a, a host. Frequent I mean, hosting. there's there's a lot of chemistry here. So we get the comedic stuff. But to, to break down the three things Jake just talked about, that Ecto-1 coming down the street at night, I don't care what you say about that yellow dome light, that thing looks good. Ugh, it does. Um, and, and it feels, you know, the 59 in the original movies, the classic Ecto, I mean – it's iconic. You can never replace that. And I would never even dream of saying anything close to, Hey, you know, this is better, but it's definitely different. It's the car, the, you know, the Ecto, it looks like it not as clunky, right? So it looks like it could fly down the street and weave in and out of traffic. And it might be a little bit more believable. Right. Um, But that scene where it's flying down the street, it looks like it's out of a video game, man. It looks great. And, and, and like you were talking about with that car, um, I think, you know, when the, when the, when the car was first unveiled, that was one thing that I, that I didn't like about this. I was like, Oh man, the car just really doesn't look as good as the original car. And you know, it doesn't, but it looks, it fits in better with what they're doing now. You know, like if, if they would had the, the classic Cadillac, it would just, it would look a little out of place. Like it looks too nice. It's too clean. Uh, worn in universe exactly yeah yeah it looks more in this universe so yeah. so it fits whenever, whenever you see and that's the problem man with people like seeing pictures of things way before a movie comes out and just complaining and just bitching and just 
not shutting up about things. I haven't seen any like, complaints. I haven't seen any complaints. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's completely different when you see something in context or you can see a little bit of footage. Um, and it the car looks great to me. I mean, it looks it looks perfectly fine, especially in that shot of it going down the road. Right. Yeah. Um, They're taking care of business. It's very tight. For yeah. sure. Um, we haven't even mentioned the fact that the entire time this is going on, we've got like a brand new – Halftime oh. dubstep version of the Ghostbusters. Guys, I've theme. got my festival gear on. I'm, I'm, I'm betting that this theme isn't in the film. It's probably just for the trailer. Um, uh, I mean, but, it, it sounds fine with the trailer, but like, I don't, I don't want no, I don't want, I don't want no dubstep in my Ghostbusters <laughs> movie. Well, uh, so we did uh, attend the Q and A with Paul Feig, and somebody asked him about the music, and he assured us the original theme will be used. And then there are various modified versions of it throughout the film. Gotcha. Um, so I think we're going to get a little bit of everything. I would suspect that the movie ends with the Ray Parker theme. That's right. my guess. Yeah. Right. Um, as Patty screams, I love this town on oh, top of something. Oh, my God. Um, That's definitely happening. It's happening. A hundred percent. But you know what? Her character... She's a New York City worker. She probably does love that town. That's right. like she says in the trailer. She's like, yeah, you guys are scientists, but nobody knows this city like I do. Right. Right. Um, right. I like that. I like where you're going. So let's talk about them in the uh, the hotel. The uh, you know some of the ghosts we see earlier on um, in the uh, trailer. They're the, blue. Yeah. They're this more, is the first green. This is green. Right. We've gone from blue to green. We've got the green kind it's of swirling, swirling spectral mist. And we see the packs lit from behind for the first time. Oh, Contrast yeah. Contrast is so incredible. Like an orange reddish glow. Um, I mean, yeah, it looks awesome. It looks amazing. It does. Got, it looks like, really torches. cool. Right. Um, right after that, what, we get a, we get a group shot of, um, of the four Ghostbusters in the streets. Like, uh, I guess... It looks like they're in Times Square. Right. Slime Square. And slime there square. are like, yeah, Slime Square, Slime Square, Times, Times Square. Time square. Uh, and, it, and it just looks like there are hundreds of ghosts. Yeah. Like, yes. they're everywhere. Oh, you see that stilt walker? You do. You get a shot of the stilt walker, which is pretty cool. We got, I got a little theory about that guy. Mm. Uh, but in that group shot, here's a here's an Easter egg. In that big shot where they're out on Times Square, there's all those signs around them. One of the signs is a uh, an ad for Twinkies and it just says that's a big and it has a picture of a Twinkie on it. That's a big Twinkie. So there's there's another uh, another callback to the original. Right. Right. And that's awesome and all I mean the entire I mean it's a trailer so we don't know but assuming that all of that stuff comes from the same scene this is right around the time where we are introduced to what the new Ghostbusters equipment is all about. And we've seen, you know, stuff leading up to this. We've seen pictures and it's kind of that thing you said a few minutes ago, Jake, you can see a picture of something, but until you see it in action, Functioning. you just don't know. Right. Um, so let's just break it down. Uh, we've got Aaron Gilbert, which is Kristen Wiig's character. She comes out with like a, a twirling, like she just twirls it out. She's holding what looks like, Something out of the Ghostbusters video game, uh, like a photon blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's all kinds of gear. In or this a boson movie. blaster. Yeah, she's holding it, and she kind of, she kind of rigs it to where it pops out of the back, and and she shoots it, and it just looks incredible. 
It oh, looks awesome. Absolutely. Um, and then my favorite scene of uh, of the entire trailer cuts to uh, Jillian Holtzman and uh, <laughs> Abby. You could probably take this one because you're pretty you're raving about it as well. Um, is it the is it the wig? Oh, is it this? Oh, when she gets the, the gear. The, yeah. Oh, the gear. I'm sorry, I, I got lost. Uh, yeah, when she gets the two out and she does the little lick and like my heart melts and I <laughs> and other things happen that I don't want to talk about, <laughs> but I have to be alone all day. Um, I love the fuck out of her and that little bit right there. I mean, all of her little bits. Let's be honest, like the wink with the with the soda she's sipping on or whatever. She steals it. I am so happy. I cannot wait to see this chick kick ass. Like I love the fuck out of her. So. Yeah, it's awesome. She's got two handheld proton pistols that eject from the bottom of the proton pack. How long is it going to be before uh, somebody in the community makes that? Oh, Can, I'm going like, to put it out there. Dude, the Finchers already have it 80% completed. <laughs> That's what I, I was going to say. You. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if Charles and James Fincher don't have ejecting proton pistols coming out of all packs from now on they're, oh, yeah. they're not catching up with the game it's a georgia ghostbuster thing we're all gonna have to turn our packs into the finchers and they're gonna modify them and now we have pistols um but yeah so she, she's got the two pistols and she licks one of them uh kind of a kind of a hey ghost you don't want to fuck with me yeah. i'm licking my pro- i'm licking my <laughs> nuclear accelerated proton taste. pistol um, and then we get, and then we get the glove. Yeah, Ooh, what I is love, that? What is that know, thing? But Melissa McCarthy punches ghost the punch. shit out of a ghost. She punches <laughs> a man. ghost like right in the face um, with like a power glove. It's incredible. And what's amazing if you look at that, there's like other ghosts watching on the like, like a crowd yeah. form. Uh, I think I think ghosts have honor is what it is. They just have honor. They okay. don't they don't come from the back. Her. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a ninja kind of thing. We're going to let her have a fair fight. <laughs> right. And then we'll one by one approach. Yeah, that makes it's sense. Very yeah. respectful. Well, they were so, on the Titanic. <laughs> they so are, ta- they're like wealthy and like <laughs> have a lot of etiquette. Yeah. Well, let's talk about these ghosts just a little bit more. So, from what we can see in the trailer, I mean, we do see a lot of kind of flying spirits and the the new the New York uh, Times Square scene, and obviously the very tall, stilted ghost. But for the most part, we these ghosts look pretty human uh, or human esque. Humanoid. Humanoid. Right. Most of them. Yo-noid. are, Yeah. Um, and then but, the scene of. But the... then I think the money shot mm-hmm. of the whole trailer is right after that. And Jake, this is something that I know you've been waiting for the entire time. We got. Oh proton- yeah, we it got, is. We got it was proton a streams, of your stress, yeah. dude. We got proton streams, and that's something I think I mentioned it in probably our first or second podcast about uh, wondering what the streams were going to look like. I was a little nervous they were going to change um, what the streams looked like. Uh, you know, just something, and and they don't. They look like the old streams, and I'm super happy about that. I do kind of think it would have been cooler for them to to have that kind of a reveal is the the end of the trailer like maybe if uh they did the possession bit at a different spot and maybe that last thing in the trailer was you know the four of them you know turning on the guns and and us seeing the streams i thought that would have been a a cooler ending to a trailer but um dude i was super excited to see those proton streams yeah it's so there's this thing that happens in trailers lately and i blame marvel Avengers, to, yeah. Yeah, I blame Avengers to where no matter how action-packed and awesome your movie is, you just got to end the trailer on a funny note. You just yeah. have to. 
Um, nothing against Avengers. No, nothing against Avengers and nothing against the possession scene and, and uh, uh, Leslie Jones slapping the shit out of Melissa McCarthy because it's funny. But we all know Ghostbusters is a comedy. And what really got to me in this trailer is that this looks like a science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. There is tons of new equipment and tons of ghosts. And, I mean, let, let's face it. Our beloved Ghostbusters movies, they're normally pretty much battling one ghost at a time. So we're seeing for the first time tons of paranormal entities on screen going up against the Ghostbusters uh, at once. And that's... The military can't handle it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one thing we learned from that (laughs) teaser. Um Guys, and another thing, like, talking about the ghosts, you know, you were mentioning that a lot of those ghosts that we see are kind of humanoid. Yeah. I don't think we have even – so there there are a lot of ghosts in that trailer, but they all seem to be, like – none of them seem to be main ghosts at all. I mean, of course we see Slimer and we see that ghost. That's probably their first encounter at the very beginning. But we don't get uh, – we don't get the villain. We, right. There's no Rowan no, in that trailer at all. Barely in a I, Kevin. I feel like, yeah, there's no Kevin, but I feel like as far as the ghosts go, they're they're saving a lot of it. All the all the main ghosts they fight, you know that uh, what mayhem? Yeah. We don't see mayhem. Right. I th- I think all the really like spectacular ghosts that we're gonna see mm-hmm. in this movie, they're holding back. I don't, you know, maybe we'll get glimpses in another trailer, but. Uh, yeah, they're, they're holding back to, on yeah. some of that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with them holding back as much as possible. Same here. If they yeah. didn't yeah. put out another trailer between now and then, which I, obviously I, we're probably going to get another one next week. Right. Um, we're going to start seeing TV spots and international but I trailers. I like to savor it and mull it over, break it down. Um, Abby, you mentioned Kevin. They show Chris Hemsworth very briefly walking kind of – Toughly. Is that a word? Toughly? He looks he looks tough. He looks tough. He's got his suit tied around his waist kind of. Um I was surprised. I thought we'd see more Chris Hemsworth in this trailer. Abby? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Um I thought that we'd see a little bit more, but I feel like I think that they're holding back on him because he's probably hilarious and in whatever way that they're using him, they want to keep it under wraps deep down. My serious speculation is that he ties in with Rowan in some way or that he is involved with being possessed. Obviously Melissa McCarthy, Abby Yates is possessed at some point. I think that there's something between her and Kevin. And I think that he is, No, you need to say, what I is think the- that they're going to hook up. Like, that's what I think, because I've seen Melissa McCarthy in Paul Feig movies, and she plays, like, the bashful, like, discombobulated, disheveled character um, very well. She was that way in Spy. So I just have this feeling that she's going to be, like, overtaken by him when she initially meets him, but then become possessed and get, like, super emboldened and, like, feel super awesome. And, like, I think they're going to hook up at some so point. So you think... And I think they're going to swap slime, and that that's why they're not showing it. So, so you... you- you think maybe there's going to be a little bit of uh, gatekeeper key master Ugh, thing going on in the on. bathtub that we right. saw. Mommy's um, getting I, splashed. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely think Kevin is possessed in that short little scene that we that we see him in. Uh, yeah, I mean he looks pretty menacing, but I also think there's a chance where he could look like that, and then he walks in and just does or says something really stupid. <laughs> true yeah. true we don't know can we say that about the the no ghost um drawings on the helmets or are we allowed yeah. to talk about that yeah I, I guess i mean it's the same um yeah we could talk about that i think 
because we know he rides the motorcycle on the motorcycle the you know the the uh here's a yes have some exclusive <laughs> uh so we've seen the motorcycle the kind of oh. the hand-drawn uh no ghost logo um so don't be surprised to see that same hand-drawn no-ghost logo on a couple motorcycle helmets. Gotcha. All right. Gotcha. All right. That's all we're that's, saying. That's, that's a thing, right? That's a thing. That's a thing. You heard it here. It might be a thing. It might yeah. be a thing. Uh, <laughs> I I would. That's a guess. I'm taking a guess that that could happen. Yeah. I don't think anybody cares about motorcycle helmets. Nobody really cares. In fact, I just he... felt so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really stressed. Okay. Now we're stressed. Uh, okay, knock on the door. Sony Pictures is here. We have to Hi, go. Hi, Eric. <laughs> I'm going to jail. I'm going to ghost jail. Paul Feig's movie jail. <laughs> he talks about um, that. So, yeah, that that was cool. That was our one shot of Kevin in the in the trailer, and uh, we didn't get much. And that, that kind of brings us uh, towards the scene we've alluded to at the end of the trailer where the music cuts out, and we see – it's funny. When they were filming this scene, there was leaked footage of the uh, – the stunt double or whatever going through the window and everyone was like, this is a major spoiler. This is a major spoiler. I can't believe this video's out. And then of course they show it in the first trailer. So yeah, um, that's how it happens. Um, so we see uh, a possessed Melissa McCarthy. She, she, there's a voiceover that just kind of um, touches on the fact that ghosts are taking over humans' bodies. She's possessed. She grabs uh, Jillian Holtzman by the throat crashes her through the window of the Chinese restaurant headquarters. Leslie Jones, Patty Tolan character freaks out to the rescue, to the rescue runs up. And what is the line? She says, the devil is a liar. Is the that devil the devil is a liar? The devil is a liar. Right. Get out of my ghost. Get out of my, Oh, get out of my, get out of my, get out of my friend ghost. Yeah, exactly. Get out of my friend ghost. Um, which that's a funny, I'm going to start saying that to people. Get out of my friend. Ghost. Get out of my friend ghost. ghost? And then just slapping them in the and face. And then just slapping the shit out of Melissa McCarthy. And then the power of Patty compels you, which is... I yeah. know people are back and forth on that. I loved it personally. It made me really happy when I heard it. it made me laugh. I think... You know, that scene's, that scene's fine, and I th- and I think it's it's funny, but, man, I think they could have ended the trailer on a, on a better shot. The proton shot. I agree with you, Jay. You know what it is? This, is? this is the reason why they ended it like that, because they're banking... On theater audiences ending the trailer with a big laugh is what right. they're banking on. Obviously, and I haven't even thought about that. The trailer was online today. Is this trailer going to be in theaters starting this weekend on anything? I don't even know what's coming out this weekend, but I imagine we're going to see it in theaters very soon. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it's out. Usually that's uh, you know, that's what happens. Trailers immediately end up in front of something. So I don't, I don't know what um, we should find out so we can all just go and pay for a movie ticket and yeah. just watch a Ghostbuster trailer. Yeah. Um, well, I will say that this movie trailer, this movie trailer, we're talking about a movie trailer, right? Yeah. It plays very well in a movie theater because the sound system we saw it on was incredible. And it's big and it's loud. And you know what? I'm, I'd rather have the dubstep Ghostbusters remix than the stupid... Michael Bay drop bass whatever that mm. shit they put in every trailer is cuz I Yeah, I completely agree. And uh because you know what we get the proton pack ch- charging up or the the, the startup the startup of the 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 proton wand which is the same sound as they used in the classic movies and it's subconsciously even if you're not a huge Ghostbusters fan when you hear that 
and you hear that bass and and it ramps up i mean that that's ghostbusters i mean that that's that's everything wrapped into one little sound and, and you definitely hear it in this trailer i was fist pumping at that point sitting in oh, my yeah. chair i was getting so excited i was shaking with my hands like folded sweating and making noises for like the first 30 seconds and then like i was just full in as soon as that music ramped up it was i still i, I want to go watch it right now actually so <laughs> so okay so that that's basically the trailer right so let's talk about um maybe some things we we let's talk about no rowan are we like are we cool with that not seeing rowan in any kind of way at all like uh i no am. no villain at all we're good I'm with okay that for now yeah i mean listen i understand it's modern movie making and by the time this comes out we're gonna probably see the ending before like in the trailer um but man i hope they can keep some stuff secret i i mean you know People talk about the reveal of Stay Puft Marshmallow Man being one of the great uh, movie reveals of all time because you just bought into that whole world. And an hour 45 of that movie, you got a 100-foot Marshmallow Man walking down the street, and you're like, yeah, all right, that's amazing. I yeah. totally get it. For sure, um, for sure. So I really hope that they, they can keep uh, a lot of this under wraps and whatever surprises they have in store. And, I mean, there are – going to be surprises in this movie i mean just in the trailer alone we got slimer you know that's not going to be his only appearance in the movie like in one little thing uh we've got the twinkie reference um i i'm it's bl- i'm blanking on where it is but there's definitely uh, a computer screen that, vince you, clortho that and says vince clortho or v clortho and d barrett you see that in the trailer um it's in holtzman's lab yeah in holtzman's lab um and and there's going to be a lot of stuff like that and what's funny is it's not parody. It's not just you know. I know the word fun or the words fun nod has been has been kind of uh, thrown around a lot. But if you read the comics and you you know this universe and you understand that you you can play with timelines and interdimensional uh, cross rips, <laughs> um, that maybe that stuff means something. Maybe it's not a coincidence that it says V Clortho on our computer, um, right? And uh, maybe it's them communicating from their sideways universe and being like, hey, y'all come save us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for all for all we know, that shit could have happened in this universe and she could be uh, studying. Maybe it, they're trapped you know? on like, the Titanic. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> any any of it can be true. Well, going back to crazy fan theories, I mean, we talk a lot about parallel universes. Is there a way to make this like, no, this is actually the same universe. But for whatever reason everybody's forgotten something happened uh you know something paranormal happened at some point that has has left the people of the world just not remembering ghosts and ghost busting i mean yeah there's definitely ways for them to say this is the same universe but i think it's also going to depend on what these cameos are like we haven't seen we haven't seen the cameos exactly yet and then if if it turns out that this is the same universe then we have to explain why those cameos exist the way they do and you know why why Ray Stans is pretending to be uh you know a cab driver or or whatever and and they can they can do that if they really need to it's possible is what i'm saying i just think i mean i think we're going to do a whole another episode here in a couple of days once once things calm down a little bit and really kind of gauge what the re- the public reaction is to this and what people really think. Um, obviously there's negative 
uh, stuff on the internet. Uh, who'd have thought? Uh, you know, you usually t- people are so nice. Yeah, I feel With like the people anonymity are nice. and all. <clears throat> but uh, you know, there's been some negativity today. Um, there's going to be some people that just hate it. There's some people who want to hate it. There's probably some people who want to hate it who like the trailer, and that makes them hate it more. <laughs> They're um, super conflicted and um, self-loathing. But there's also people who are going to have uh, very valid reasons for for not accepting it, and and I'm not ever going to discount that. I would love to talk with people on our podcast and and debate and have good, honest, earnest discussion about what they don't like about it, and uh, I think that would be actually a lot of fun. Um, but Right, and there were people at that event that were representing all different like parts of that spectrum. People who didn't support this initially and who came on board after seeing the trailer. And those who actually, one guy was sitting at our table saying he still didn't really like a lot of it. And it's like, fine. And he was super respectful about it. And there's it's a really com- good way to go about it, right? Exactly. It's completely fine to not like something and to have an opinion. But if you're going to be a fucking asshole and just be <laughs> mean-spirited and be a dickhead and kind of make the whole community look bad then you should probably just shut the fuck up. Yeah. But if if you can if you can be civil and 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 you know like we'll, I'm going to go ahead and we'll address it like there have been a lot of really negative and terrible things said from the Ghostbusters community about this movie and you know to Paul Feig he's had to deal with a lot. We've mentioned that before. And you know like those people should just shut up because you kind of make us look bad. If you can, if you can be civil and have an actual conversation and and talk about what you don't like in a civil manner, then that's a that's a completely different thing. Like that's that's totally fine. And and you know I wasn't a supporter of this to begin with. You know I I thought it was a stupid idea rebooting it. And and that's not a secret. Like a lot of us were like that. You, you, I don't. I mean, I don't think you guys were ever like that. But I was begging Paul Feig to direct this movie, like on Twitter, before it actually right. was announced. So, right. Yeah. So I mean, like, there, there's there's no shame in in being someone who's like, oh, I thought it was stupid, and oh, wait, maybe I was wrong. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just you know, just be civil. Don't be dickheads about it. Um. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more. Um, what kind of bump? Look, there's gonna be people on whatever Facebook, Twitter, YouTube that just rattle off whatever nonsense, and and you're gonna see that. But I have literally on multiple websites today, like Nerdist had a post, and I think Collider, a couple other websites had to go into their own comment threads and say, "Hey, open, honest discussion is fine, this but if you're speech. if you're spewing hate, if you're spewing nonsensical garbage, just." And I get it. When they come out and say that, it makes it ten times worse. But it's like, besides the fact that, like, take out the misogyny, right? Take out the fact that it's women. Because we, we could we could talk about that until our faces... Or we could just not talk about it like Paul Feig said. Right, right. Not address it, because it's not something that needs to be addressed. He chose the funniest people he knew. And that's why I but, fucking love him. And but my like question is, what me. what about it? And I don't want to go too deep on this, but what about is it just because people have a such a deep emotional connection to the original movie that it just feels like betrayal? Just even I just can't help but think that if it was still a reboot and still like Paul Feig directing it, but it was like Bill Hader and you know Jason Sudeikis and maybe Kristen Wiig 
and Will Forte or something like that, that you, this would be, you could say it's not misogyny and a lot of it isn't. There is a lot of valid complaints about it being a reboot and that, but I just have a feeling a lot of it just is a bunch of fucking guys who have never had a girl who liked them, who I'm not calling them. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to call them basement dwellers. I'm not going to say that stuff. That's like the easy, like, Oh, what do you live in your you know parents' basement? We lived in a basement like recently (laughs) until we moved into our house. So no, I'm not going to make fun of people for living in basements. But what, what is it? What is it about this specifically that, I mean, are, are people just so attached to, uh, the way comedies were made in 1984 that the thought of a 2016 comedy is just that upsetting to them in the world of Ghostbusters? People just – man, people people complain because it's not it, – it's weird. These people are going to complain no matter what. They're, they're complaining because it's not exactly like Ghostbusters. Oh, this comedy is a little different than the, than the type of comedy that was in the original, so we hate it. But if it was exactly the same, they'd find a reason to hate that too. It, it's weird. Um, like – uh, you know what? And I, I'm I'm doing this, but you know, I talk shit about the Ninja Turtle remake, you know, because right. fuck that shit, it was stupid. Mm. And I mean, people will say, oh, it's the same thing, you know, you hated that, we hate this, but I I'm don't guilty know, man. of it with Jurassic World. We all heard that, so. God damn it, Abby. God damn it! Hey guys, I liked a lot of it. <laughs> hey, I uh, we watched it on the plane. The turbulence made it better. Yeah, watch Jurassic World, forty thousand feet in the air, in rough skies. You'll start respecting that goddamn Indominus Rex. <laughs> uh, God, I love the third act of that movie. It is. When the raptor comes running down in slow motion and like chariots of fire is just playing in my head. Oh. Dude, it's amazing. I, I really wish they just would have had the, uh, Blue and the old T-Rex like high five at the end. That would have yes. been amazing. Uh, like a sweatband around their head. Like right. the T-Rex just kneels down and goes... I respect you, son. And Blue's like, <laughs> I don't know. And Blue, Gives him a noogie. Yeah. Craig, um, so I want to ask you something about uh, about your trip. Okay. Um, so you guys were able to talk to Ivan. You guys were able to talk to Feig. Um, there's something that me and you had talked about a while back, and I believe you had the opportunity to ask Feig a question. I did. I didn't have a whole lot of time with Paul Feig. Like I said, he's a sweetheart of a man. Uh, he's tall, which always stresses me out. And he smells amazing. He does smell good. Well, he um, just looks like he smells good. <clears throat> Look at those suits. Yeah. Of course he smells good. But so your, your question to Paul Feig. Um, My question. So let me. So let's get on it. I yeah. had him there. He congratulated us on our, our everything, just being alive and <laughs> all that stuff. Um and uh, I asked him, I said, Paul, this is a PG-13 movie. Are we going to get an F-bomb? Is the word fuck going to be in a Ghostbusters movie? There's, there's, they're, they're allowed one F-bomb Will you PG-13. guys be cussing? You guys know we like cussing. We've made that very clear in our first four episodes, uh, probably to our own detriment. <laughs> yeah. I asked him, I said, will they say fuck in this movie? And he looks at me and goes... I'm trying, but they're giving me shit about it. <laughs> okay, that is amazing because because that means that means they filmed somebody saying "fuck" in this movie. I don't know who it would be or what, but that means they filmed it. Uh, I would that would be amazing. I you know you know what? Here's my theory of how the f bomb is used in Ghostbusters 2016. All right. So okay, 
they just bust a ghost, right? They're going on a bust. They uh, they take a ghost down, and then this little kid who's sweaty, he's covered in, like, Cheeto stains, and he's wearing a shirt with, like, the no ghost logo, but it says, like, reboot. He, like, walks up to uh, Holtzman, and he's just like, can you please explain how a woman can wear that proton pack? And then she just, like, kicks him in the face, and then she says... Go fuck yourself. And then she looks and then she looks to the camera and does the nice job you did. Thumbs up. (laughs) And kisses her screw you necklace. Credits. Yes. Okay, I like that theory. Um one thing that came in my mind when you were saying that was maybe the the Leslie Jones at the end, it's I love this fucking town. (laughs) Yes. That would be amazing. Yes, please. What I really want it to be is that they're at a haunted brothel and they go into the one room and then Kristen Wiig just comes out and goes, there's two ghosts fucking in there. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw two ghosts fucking. (laughs) That would be so funny. Guys, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, guys. Um I think we've uh, I think ta- we've done enough here. Uh, we've done enough. We've talked thoroughly. This is not the. This is just the beginning. Just the of tip. months and months and months of speculation and excitement. So um, sideways universe. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's happening. You guys want to talk a couple final thoughts here before we uh, sign out? Sure. All right, Jake, go for it. Uh, yeah, final thoughts. I'm excited about this trailer. I'm excited about this movie. Um, there's more and more things that we're going to see in related in relation to Ghostbusters 2016. Um, I'm sure we're going to talk more about it in a couple of days. Cool. Um, I will go next. Uh, I very much enjoyed the last couple of days of my life. Um, I didn't cry when I watched the trailer the first time. You guys are lying to people. Uh, um, well, actually, I should ask you that, Jake. I mean, listen, we're all we're all cut from the same cloth. Did you get any of the the feels, as the kids call them? Yeah, for sure. It's it's a little emotional uh, seeing. You know, when you watch, it was the same way with Star Wars. It was the same way for me with like uh, when Godzilla Jaws twenty fourteen came out. You know, when you see a trailer for something that you really dearly love and it hasn't you haven't seen any new material from that you know in years and years it it can be a little emotional right um like how gary felt when the godzilla 98 trailer dropped (laughs) yeah exactly we're gonna Uh, have him on the show yeah size did matter size matters all right uh yeah i'm very excited I, i can't really say much more than that um i'm i'm thrilled i'm tickled um abby thoughts i mean i think we all know that i'm over the moon um the last week month of my life honestly year plus building up to this trailer um and to the actual movie when it does come out it's just been incredibly special for me it's been super empowering for me to watch um, this cast assemble and to see footage and photos um, and things leak progressively. And it's I've, every time I see something come out from this movie, um, I just dance around my living room. And I've literally been dancing all day and crying. Um, I'm so grateful and thankful that Paul Feig is a human being that is alive and that I'm alive in the t- same time span 
as him. Um, and not in a sideways universe, but no, I just am so thrilled for this movie, and um, I'm so thrilled to uh to see it come out. I'm so grateful to Sony for bringing us into the fold and ushering us in, and being so gracious and blowing our minds and just tickling us pink. Um, and I I'm I love this town and I love this podcast and I love all of you and. I just can't wait for this movie. So here we go. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Um, we're going to sign off for now. We'll be back next week, maybe sooner. Um, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe on iTunes. Yes, have some podcast. Leave a five-star review if you can. That helps us out so much. More or than just say something weird. Or say something weird. How Clay. Um you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast, on Twitter at yhspodcast, and our site is uh, yeshavesomecast.com. Uh, for Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, and yours truly, truly? I can't talk. Truly. Truly. Madly, deeply. Truly. Now back to the trailer loop 2016. <laughs> I'm Craig Goldberg. <laughs> Thank you. Truly, I'm Craig Goldberg. Truly. I, this is not a lie. I did not take my face off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye. That's it. Later. Later.